Well, hey, you little ball of wonder and delight. Andy Murphy, hostess of your Cosmic Mama podcast, here with episode 30. I said that right, dirty 30, indeed. Today, we're kind of reviewing the mission that was asked of us. We talk about She's Hot, talk about Inner Earth. Inner Earth, yeah, yeah. We talk about Ascension and how you are the new Earth. Do you know that? Do you know that everything is happening because of you? You're becoming a god. And we need to stabilize that in a world that got a little wobbly. And it will continue to get wobbly because nothing exists outside of you. Okay, well, kind of grand and overarching. But we want to give a few tools in here today. Uh, how to access the galactic. How to access the inner earth. And certainly how to partner an ally all of the elementals and friends and beings that we have on this 3D plane because it's not about leaving here it's about bringing it here and we do that through you so it's time my nugget of love and light not really but you know whatever it's time to light up to light a bowl to light a joint to light a candle to grab something warm I'm enjoying some ceremonial cacao over here to be with you now for episode 30 of the Cosmic Mama podcast. See you inside. In 2008, I went to an event with a crystal skull named Max. It was the first time that I had left my infant without me, but I knew I had to be there and I didn't understand why. And as I got to the event, yes, there was Max and Joanna, her Max's keeper, Max's guardian. She was talking, but my attention was drawn to the back of the room where there were crystal skulls available for purchase. And there was this one skull that was so loud. And I was a new mom, recently laid off on food stamps, on unemployment. So spending any amount of money was not something I felt like I could do, but she was so loud. And as I put her in my hand, as I drove home, she got so hot in my hand, she almost burnt me. (laughs) And she directed me to a book in the house where I could find her name. All I could hear was shh, shh, as I was driving, getting hotter in my hand. My hand is even super hot now when I talk about it. She directed me exactly where to find her name. An Egyptian goddess known as Shisahat, Shisat. Sabat. And all it said in this tiny little entry in this very big book was the keeper of the library. And I knew, I knew immediately who she was and what she was and what this represented. I had been initiated in the Akashic Records, ooh, maybe 2004, 2005. So I knew immediately her significance and what this meant and what a weird way that she found to come through to me a crystal skull still one of my most treasured i have a few more now but as i was preparing because i did prepare for you hey hey how are you oh my gosh i'm so thrilled to be here with you because i've been in my own stuff and i don't like doing a podcast where i'm in my own shit Uh, That's my shit. That's private. That's for me to process. And then I can show it back here with you and be like, oh, hey, 
here's something that actually helps you instead of just uh, <laughs> commiserating together. I don't want to do that so much. So Shisahat's message is she's asking me to transmit it to you today is that you are the new earth. Because things have gone a little bonkers out there. The matrix is breaking and glitching left and right. And each time it glitches and breaks, uh, we feel a little less sane. We feel a little less stable. So I thought we were going to talk today about stabilizing you a little bit and how to do that. And we will. But I think the bigger transmission that Shisahat is asking that we share is you are the new earth. And what that means, because it's kind of interesting. So should we just cover some basics? Hey, God. Hey, you. You're becoming a God. You're going through a process, could be called ascension, that none of us have gone through before on this planet. Uh, Yeah, okay, maybe the Mayans did. Maybe there are a few civilizations that have. But for the most part, we're in uncharted waters, my love. And when we face those things, we feel crazy. We feel isolated. Coming together in groups as we have this year. God, I'm so grateful to hang out with you guys. Really, uh, whether it's in study group or Patreon. We come together and everything feels a little more solid for a second because we're in the in-between we're in between the akashic fields and so much came out of dream school that i'm still integrating so much came out of the last akashic um i've been teaching pretty much non-stop since halloween of 2020 um and today 26th of January, maybe. I don't know. It's beautiful. A little bit of snow on the ground. It's been a minute. I guess that's what two months of mostly teaching and holding open a portal for all of us to experience something. So I'm stepping out of those portals to remember me. Not that it matters, but we're becoming a god. And we don't know how to do it. So coming together in groups. Oh, thank goodness. We can witness and ping off of one another. And that ping, the language that we're using right now at least, is I remember something and then you remember another piece. And as we all remember, we can start glimpsing the whole, but none of us has the whole piece. As humans, we can't. So in becoming God and realizing it was you all along, we're getting new allies or we're getting upgraded allies but what's shifting now is you are the magic everything is inside of you and we want to talk today a little bit about stabilizing this about resourcing some energy because i've been wiped appropriately so it's winter i should be fucking hibernating (laughs) it's cold out So I'll be gentle on me if you promise you'll be gentle on you. In this process of becoming gods, the process of ascension. Ascension truly means that Gaia, the soul of Gaia, Gaia chose to come from the cosmos and she incarnated as a planet. Yeah, you can do that too, but that's her cosmic call. She incarnated as a planet to birth new humans to birth a whole new race of beings. That's you. 
And in the Egyptian, and what Nadia K. Eagles and that lineage that I get to be a transmission of shares, ascension is not a destination, it's not an act, it's a state of being. So I want to play with that today. The state of being, being the new earth, being ascension, waking, and walking in that waking, even when you don't have a damn clue. Because, honey, you're not supposed to have a clue. If you had a clue, if it had been conceived, it would already be done. We are outside of conceived, outside of conception, in the realm of ma'at. The cosmic Akashic grids. So our earth grid is decaying. It's served its purpose. This is what you might also call 3D collapsing, the timelines dissolving. One grid is going away and we don't have the other one created quite yet. So it very often feels like we're in between realities, in between worlds, don't know what's up. Uh, Time, can we talk about time? Wow, that's been weird. Um, the concepts of time, the masculine versus the feminine time. Uh, I'm getting some support with this. So Thoth is the one who created time. Time was a way that we could understand where we were in space. Aging, another concept of time. We know where we are, where we've been allows us to have a point of reference. That's what time is, is the point of reference within the cosmic. So time has gotten real fucking weird for me. Um, And if I looked at the old concept of time, which is, ooh, how productive I was. Wow, I'm failing. I am failing and flailing at the old concept of time where there was a value on your time. That doesn't work anymore. And instead, the time that I'm participating in is new, which is, ooh, what do I have the energy for today and what brings me joy? And that doesn't look very productive. Hey, like, I can't respond to emails. I can't be on social media. That's not, uh, the energy doesn't hold there. It just takes. So I keep looking for ways that uh, the energy that I do have can be used in acts of joy. It's a new way of participating in time while time is dissolving. So are you doing enough to bring you joy? I asked my mom this the other day, and I'm like, what brought you joy today? She doesn't always have answers, uh, because joy wasn't a value for generations before us. But fuck, I can remember being in high school. And what, what do you want to be when you grow up? Happy. That was it. well how are you going to do that I don't know but I'm getting closer to maybe knowing but we're outside of time we're outside of conception can't be conceived you don't have a clue what you're doing so I just want to remind you you're doing great this is exactly it we're not supposed to have a fucking clue Uh, and thanks I have some oil in front of me that wants to make sure that we're using it today this is the Isis and Rebirth anointing oil from Kate's Magic Kate's Magic they are magic wow I've got uh Got a few of their oils that are always very potent. Rebirth. Death and rebirth. Yeah, you've kind of played with that for a while, but uh, we're here today. 
because you're becoming a god. And let me also qualify this transmission with my frame of reference, my lens, my memories are very Egyptian, uh, which does not necessarily match a culture or a skin tone. And yet it is where I've spent a lot of lifetimes because they had the right keys. They had the codes. And the Egyptian lineage that I'm participating in, that I'm a lineage holder of, it's older than Egyptian. <laughs> it's pre-Egyptian, which we don't, again, can't conceive of that. So maybe closer to Atlantean? Lemurian is what feels more right for me. But what I want to stress is that it doesn't need to be Egyptian. It doesn't need to be Mayan. It doesn't need to be Indian. It doesn't need to be any of those. Because we're working with source codes now. Um, the source codes of the gods. That's what we were teaching in dream school. And those source codes are the same source codes that are in you. The source codes are free of personality. They are beyond traits or characteristics. They're beyond faces and lineages. They're the primary seeds and codes. So in my blood lineage, I've got a lot of Scandinavian stuff that's coming back online. Um, some Norse stuff. And I was fortunate to have studied and taken a course with Imelda Almquist, who I highly recommend. And Imelda uh, was teaching Norse shamanism. So for me right now, I'm working with a lot of the pantheon of the Norse deities, but recognizing the Egyptian codes within them, because it's all the same. So Odin and Osiris, Freya and Isis. These energies are all the same. Um, so I just want to take out for you, like, if you hear, like, well, I don't really resonate with your Egyptian. Cool. You don't need to. Um, I want you to hear the codes underneath the Egyptian. So Shisahat. Oh, where else does she show up? Shisha. Shisha. <laughs> um, the librarian, the creator of the cosmos, the creator of uh, the galactic plan. She's so hot. I love her. I'm sure she says up other places. Sh 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 all that. <laughs> but I just want to uh, qualify all of this with it doesn't need to be Egyptian. It is uh, my training. It is my memory. It is my lens. And that lens is rapidly expanding because we're in the new. The shock of the new. Oh, my goodness. We've been talking about that a bit. Uh, that was one of the cards for the January energy update. The shock of the new, and boy, are we in that shock. So let's take you out of the shock and let's remind you how to stabilize a wee little bit. Because the stabilization is now you. You are the tree of life. You are the pillar. You are the anchor of the new. So the things that exist outside of you are holograms that are either teaching you or supporting you. There aren't too many programs that are going on out there that are other than that. Everything is here to teach you because you're the one who has committed to bringing through the new. 
to becoming a god of this new reality. So let's play with this idea of axes of access. We did this a bit in light body tech. So if you want the deeper teaching on it, it's there for you anytime. And so play with this access of you up and down. Um, the Egyptian languaging on that is the Jed, pillar of stability, tree of life, upon which you build all of you. You take this pillar that is your center, that is your still point, your zero point, and you know how to create matter. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll try to slow this down a little bit. There's the cosmic access right now. So many of us are remembering and having cosmic experiences with galactic beings. Rad. Fuck yeah, rad. We are becoming Earth ambassadors, which is in some ways kind of the graduation. So the experiences that you're having, as long as they feel good in your body, cool. Have your protection up, ask for access, have your boundaries, do all of those things, not out of fear, but out of responsibility. The more that you ask, who the fuck are you and why are you here? The more they recognize you as a being of power, not one who's naive. Ask the questions, get the answers before proceeding. But as long as it feels good, all is good. But remember, the galactics have not been human. They can't help us a whole lot with what's going on here on planet Earth. They might be able to guide and advise. But they're not of this realm, baby. They'll show you some cool shit. They'll show you some future potentialities and might uh, help activate the powers in you. But the powers are in you, not in them. Remember? They don't have bodies like we do. They don't know how to do what we're doing. So when you're reaching up to pull down into you those sources of insight, information, knowledge, love, hope, just remember that you're going to need to integrate it for yourself. You're going to need to make it human. And I don't even want to play with that idea of dimensionality because, yeah, you could say, yeah, I'm going to go up to the 12th dimension. I'm going to bring it down to the third. Well, great. But the third is kind of dissolving. So um, I just want to free us of that limitation of thought of dimensionality. Because we don't fucking have language for what it is that you're doing. So, um, yeah, please go do what you do. That is rad. Come back. Share and teach the rest of us. This is your hero's journey that you're on. Yes. Hallelujah. And then I want to talk about the beings of the earth. What you might know as power animals. What you might know as elementals. Oh, the plants and the animals. And all of them are here in service to the ascension of Gaia. Hear that? Not you. They'll support you as long as you are in alignment and on team Ascension Gaia. <laughs> go team light they aren't here to protect you they're here to ensure that everything unfolds according to plan and right now what I'm finding so if we have this up and down access 
axis. There we go. Axis, axis. If we have the up and down, up is going to be the cosmic where we can get some insight. We can gain, um, you know, maybe a little bit of help for what's coming or how to be in alignment to, uh, you know, hit all those gold dots along our path. Cool. Bing, 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 like a video game, right? The ones who are on this plane with us. So see that coming outside of your body. Uh, longitude. Is that what that is? <laughs> I don't know what access that is. Access. Damn it. Words. Words are not working anymore because we're also moving into more telepathic. We're moving into greater abilities. The, the language is failing us because it has failed us. It limits what we do. Anytime that we try to speak about it, it limits it. So if you have these experiences, <gasps> that's it. And you don't need to explain it to anyone because then it loses its power. And instead, whenever you have these peak experiences, oh, yes, feed them into some storehouse within you so that you can tap into it and you build up uh, the repertoire, the reserves for those things. Okay, so coming outside of us on this plane, we've got all of these lovely elementals. And this right now is where I find the most energy. Because they're still choosing to be here, just like you're still choosing to be here. So in any way that you can be in nature, holy goodness, yes, please do. That's where there's still a ton of energy to support us in our endeavors right now. Huh. Um, 2021, as Jessa has talked about over on the Awakening Orientation Department. Thank you. She used to be soberish, so I'm trying to find the right languaging to uh, acknowledge her as teacher and guide. 2021 seems to be about us understanding how to be of the earth. Learning the plants and the allies who are here to support us and really celebrating being of the earth. Part of my journey in this past year has been a rapid weight gain. I don't know that it was rapid, but it's drastic. How about that? <laughs> 30 pounds plus what? And I found myself either wishing for my old body or wishing for a new body. And in that, I have not been here in this body, here in this present, here in this earthly element that I am. And of course, there's some self-hatred that goes along with that. There's some judgment that goes along with that. I'm working on that shit. No worries. But um, we are of this earth. And this is what we get the gift of learning. So being able to partner with the allies of the earth, because they're here to support you as long as you are living your mission and your purpose. And it doesn't mean that they're here to serve us. I want to be careful with that word. They're here to serve Gaia's mission of ascension. If you're on that team, great, then you will get their blessings. And it's funny because I've got a lot of ravens who are very loud outside today. <laughs> Pay attention to the animals who are coming into your field. Pay attention to the signs. You are the new earth. So as that pillar who is anchoring things down, things in this world are starting to show up for us in weird ways. And I want those experiences to be simplified. I don't want you waiting for anybody else to save or rescue you because that's not happening. We aren't waiting for Nasara to come through. We aren't waiting for our space families to show up. We aren't waiting 
for the white hats to expect. Nope, we're done with that. Fucking over it. And that came with a fair bit of disillusionment. I did a private uh, podcast over on Patreon talking about that a little bit because it was so vulnerable, Uh, not emotional vulnerable, but like a lot of shit has changed and a lot of beliefs have changed. So the only thing I believe right now, where the fuck I am. Everything else, I don't know. It all feels like a virtual reality. So when it glitches in front of you, just kind of laugh because it's a sign that things are changing. Um, This was a big one that came through recently that if you're shaking and quaking within your body, sometimes it'll be like eye twitches or ear twitches, or sometimes it's a muscle spasm, right? You may have had those experiences. That's an upgrade. That is something literally changing inside of you. So if you freak out and you go to a doctor and you're like, hey, I don't understand why, you could find yourself with a series of tests because doctors don't understand why either, because they are not equipped to understand these spiritual and existential things that are going on. And I love doctors. Can I say that? Like they're doing the good work. I know I did a podcast recently where I upset someone because it seemed like I was dismissive of doctors. So I apologize for that. I can't really censor myself here or else I couldn't share the way it needs to come through. But um, doctors have a place and doctors who are working uh, in a whole body system and understand the level of soul, that's going to be the new wave. That's rad. But if you go with just your symptomology of like, hey, I don't understand, uh, you could find yourself in a weird place. So can I just remind you, hey, babe, here to stabilize. This is your body and your cells changing, shaking and quaking into a different vibration. Because this is how bodies work. We are vibrating at a certain frequency. In order to stay on the planet, I obviously needed to carry a heavier vibration in my cells to be able to survive this last year. Cool. And when I don't need to, it'll go away. I get that. It's all vibration. So the new earth is happening through you. So when you see the glitch, acknowledge it. When you see something new, acknowledge it. When you see the synchronicities, ooh, baby, then you know you're in the sweet spot. Um, I love acknowledging the synchronicities because it seems to amplify them or activate them so they become more rapid. Um, And when I'm in my hard, dark spots, I'm not fucking looking for any little balls of light. It's just too dark. And that's okay. It's hibernation mode. Because we can't stay awake all the time. If you did, you would not be of this earth. If you were awake all the time, you would be gone. You would be somewhere else. So as long as you are still here in a human body, there will be points of enlightenment where you can see everything and there will be points of hibernation where you need to integrate everything. And as long as you don't judge one is better than the other, yeah, note to self right there, everything's going to be fine. It's the judgment that makes everything hard, but uh, these are new experiences and they're uncomfortable experiences to say the least. So watch for the things that are new. Watch for the new colors. Watch for the unexpected blessings. Watch for the synchronicities. Watch for new ways of human behavior. And each time that you acknowledge, it's coming through. Okay, and this is where Shisahat comes through because Shisahat said to me one time, that she doesn't create the universe, she witnesses. And in her witnessing, it becomes. In her witnessing, it becomes. And I love 
that languaging and that visual, um, and it is a point of meditation for me. It's one that I come back to. In her witnessing, it becomes. It's not an action. It's not a doing. It's not a wishing. It's not a manifestation. It is even more effortless. In her witnessing, it becomes. So in your witnessing of the new, of the old dying, it becomes. And as much or as little as you want to participate in a reality outside of you, it's okay. Participate there as long as you feel the need to. And be honest about what that need is. Is it that you should? Or is it that you must? (laughs) That's funny. I don't know what the other word for it is. But uh, be honest about, yeah, I really don't need to pay attention to that anymore. Uh, I pay attention to cryptocurrencies when they're doing good. (laughs) When they're not doing good, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to be reminded that that's uh, a different video game. I love crypto. (laughs) I have a lot of fun with it when it's good. Um, And I'll give a silly example, which is football. How the fuck is that still happening? Like, what reality is football still happening in? With everything as it's going on in the world, there's still a game that people are watching but nobody's really there um so like it feels more and more like virtual realities to me is all that i can say like there's obviously uh people who still participate in that okay whenever they don't need to whenever they have other meaningful things and activities that uh, allow them to experience life joy peace release whatever okay it's cool and you're witnessing the new earth becomes not through your massive actions because the only action the only work is you I've talked about that ad nauseum and now I'm having to fucking live it ad nauseum so much came up in dream school beautiful huge insights and activations and blessings and it also showed me where the holes were where the pain still is So I'm grateful that it revealed itself so I can continue to do the work. And I hope that the work only becomes more and more joyous. I hope that I get to the state of, uh, in my witnessing, it becomes. Instead of through my myofascial release where I must scream and cry to get these things out of my body. And the work right now is that I haven't been in this body most of my life disassociating yes and it's something I've done all of my life I didn't ever feel safe in this body so my work right now is coming back into this body and the crying and the screaming (laughs) is the pain and sadness of not having done it before the shock of the new So in many ways, um, yes, it's inner child work, but it's also almost rebirthing. There's a lot of stuff that feels like even infancy in here. Oh, I've never done that. Um, Karen is my myofascial release therapist. And she was saying, well, can you remember a time where you felt safe in this body? And I'm like, nope. I can go to plenty of past lives where that taps in. Uh, That has felt like bypassing, but she was very sweet. And she's like, no, 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 that's it. Like, if that's what you've got, that's what you've got until something new comes in. Okay. 
<laughs> so as we've worked with the shankas or the chakras, I have to put legs on every day right now. Like literally, I have to visualize myself putting on legs because uh, I haven't had legs. I haven't been that present in this world. I remember being five and sitting on my dad's lap and saying, I feel like a cartoon. I don't feel real. So even back then, uh, parts of me were not here. We're not embodied. So the work right now for me is embodying. And according to the Egyptian teachings through Nadia, joy is truth. Joy is the frequency. Joy is underneath everything. So I'm starting to tap into that as I put on my legs every day and remember that I'm a human every day and again commit to choosing to be here for this crazy fucking ride. Oh, yeah, okay. Because I've spent a lot of my life outside of this body. And baby, that's just not going to work for us. The new earth, you're going to have to be here. So this is what the work looks like for me. I'm sure that yours looks different. You, my sweet starry one, are of this earth. So some of the lessons and teachings and opportunities are for you to uh, be more earthy. To find those resources. Um, and I'm drinking some cacao over here. These are the resources. These are the tools. These are the places where we can be supported. And it's not always material. Hmm. <laughs> Um, shamanic journey certainly helpful in these times too. Hmm. I've been watching a lot of uh, the Vikings. In the past, I couldn't tolerate it because the violence felt like so much to me. But as I become more and more earthy, I'm like, oh, I fucking get it. That would feel good. Not because I'm angry, not because I want to kill anybody, but wow, that power looks real. Uh, it doesn't look like anything. Feels really powerful. I haven't experienced that type of power in this body. <laughs> Don't think I will, but <sighs> new. And I want to make sure that we're talking today about inner earth because that's been showing up for us. And inner earth, I need to caution you, is not anywhere that you should go traipsing through without a fucking invitation. Inner earth as the galactics, do not perceive humans to be by and large good. We are brutal and we are primitive and we are violent and we are judgy as a race. So inner earth has had to be very guarded from letting us in. So you don't go fucking traipsing in there because you're like, ooh, what's that? Mm-mm. Uh, if you have heard any of those stories about people getting lost with the fairies... Yeah, it's a little bit more like it. You can get lost in there and not come back because you're not supposed to be there. Because the rules of what we call reality don't exist there. <laughs> Our man-made rules and ethics and morals, they don't exist there. Just as they don't exist in the galactic. And it's these new agreements as we're birthing the new earth, as we're witnessing and it becomes... We're making new agreements as we come together in groups and create uh, these agreements. They're binding and then things start to form a little bit. 
I don't know. What do we want the earth to look like? How do we want homes to look as we're going through this uh, Jupiter Saturn energy of the next year and a half ish that hit on December 21st. Uh, it's hitting all of us in our astrology differently. For me, it's hitting at home. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, stellium and cancer home biggie. What do I want a home to look like? What do I want it to feel like? And I can certainly say as a single mom entrepreneur during this last year, it's a lot to do on one's own while trying to make money, while trying to maintain my fucking sanity, while trying to make a meal or clean a house. What? Um, so for me, in a lot of ways, this idea of home is drastically shifting. I don't know. Community sounds awesome. Let's all live together because me having to do all of this every day, I can't. <laughs> and then you got time dissolving at the same time. Fuck, what? Huh? <sighs> so you can see where it's hitting in your chart to know what it's going to be looking like. But the more that we come together in agreements, us as the ones who are on team light, I'm not waking up because that's a constant fucking process. Not awakened because we aren't. God, uh, we're such babies. Do you know that too? Galactically, we're superpower, but we're such babies, which is maybe why some of this infant stuff is coming up for so many of us. So the inner earth, you're not trusted. You're not particularly liked. And you'll need to be invited in for access because some of us do have keys and codes that will be unlocked down there. The keys and codes of the Sophia. The feminine. Because the beings of inner earth are very much of this earth. They're more earthly than us. And recognize that word earthly, not human. <laughs> Why would you think they need to be human? Oh, our little brains. So there are factions of very enlightened beings within the earth who are serving and protecting that mission of Gaia's really loudly. Um, and sometimes the elementals will be a little bit of both. The fairies and the fae, again, not our uh, pretty little Victorian concept of them. They are elemental beings, not of this fucking world. I think Bigfoot is the same, Loch Ness. All of these beings of myth and lore, of course they existed here. Uh, my sense is they're, they're on other planes now because they aren't, because humans aren't safe. Can you imagine if we had unicorns and what would we fucking do? Humans? We would put them in a zoo. We would chop off their horns just like people do with elephants. Can you imagine what we would do? So some of these mythical things, um, I want you to take it out of the realm of fancy or fantasy and realize, of course, they were here. And maybe they just vibrated differently and can't be here now. So that makes them interdimensional or interdimensional. 
these are some of the elementals who are supporting us. Oh, the griffins and the dragons. Fuck, y'all. Have y'all had the dragons coming online? Like, I cannot tell you how many places dragons are showing up. And again, not the dragons of fantasy, but the dragons of galactic fucking significance. Hello. That's some juicy stuff right there. And you don't know anything. So the best that you can do is be a good steward of humans. Be respectful. Ask questions. And wait for the invitation. Don't go traipsing in demanding anything. That's not going to work with the inner earth at all. Respect. Honor. Hmm. That will that will serve you well wherever you go. Um, and holding the power of love in that. Not demanding a damn thing. And I don't think you are. Um, isn't it funny? I know you. You aren't the one who's going in demanding. But I think I want to make sure that we're stressing today. The invitation from the inner earth needs to be the foremost message. Because crystals, oh my God, those loves as they come out of the earth. And they aren't always coming out of the earth respectfully. Blood diamonds and blood crystals, this is all very real. And trying to find ethically sourced crystals, come on. So maybe pay attention to the crystals when you do take guardianship of them. They're not yours. They don't stay with you. You've noticed that too, right? God, I can't tell you how many crystals I've given away. And to me, they always feel, uh, I get to love them for a bit. I don't ever think they're mine. We're in trouble when we do. But as they come into your acquirement, they come into your reality, you can feel if they need healing. You can feel their story. Hmm. I'm thinking now of the wind. Wind is an elemental too, not necessarily of inner earth, but the wind as it comes down upon this earth. And I've, uh, yeah, I've had really cool experiences with the wind. And during, yeah, I know, I know, I know. That's for me. Uh, memories coming back of when I was younger, living in Houston and hurricanes oh god wind and water together fuck yeah like that is where i get all like makes total sense to me wind and water uh hurricanes never frightened me though i know that they are a force not to be messed with but hurricane oh i grew up in houston what can i say i have deep respect but i have deep love because they're just so good so the wind um i've been learning the wind in 2020 learning to listen to it and If I put a piece of string in a tree and leave it out on a windy day, I can pick up that string and there are messages. (laughs) That's new. I didn't know that was a thing. Kind of cool, right? So we have new powers that are coming online. And we can't always understand it. In fact, if you understand it, then you're kind of missing it. If you're trying to explain it or journal it out you don't have it this is the way um and it's funny because this is the way it's a gnostic term but it showed up in the mandalorian i'm sure you watch the mandalorian right like how could you not this is the way the way can't be explained or talked or written or shared it must be experienced these are more of the places that we're moving into So your skills, your psychic superpowers are changing and you can't understand it and you can't explain it. Cool. Then you know you're doing it right. 
So continue to have the experiences and as with intuition, intuition is just a muscle being built, baby. Intuition isn't a superpower. It's kind of primitive. Intuition is primitive. (laughs) It's a basic building block upon which others can uh, come in. So with your intuition, because people often ask, how do I develop my intuition? You don't. You trust it. You listen to it and you follow it. And in doing so, it gets stronger, like building a muscle. Says this flabby little southern sass over here with no muscles at all right now. (laughs) I think that's how you build muscles. I I used to know how to build muscles. Uh, (laughs) When the intuitive hit comes in, because it usually does usually won't make any sense completely random out of the blue then you know it's intuition listen and follow it see what happens if the more you do that the stronger and louder and more consistent it gets nobody can show you how to develop your intuition it's not like riding a bike it's not like there's a skill in it What happens in developing intuition is unlearning. You unlearn to ignore it. You unlearn to dismiss it. You unlearn to question it. You unlearn all of the places and people and ways that told you not to listen to that thing because it doesn't make sense. Fuck all that. Sense and logic is of that reality that's going away. The mental field, the understanding of things. You can't understand it. You have to experience it. And the experiences build upon themselves to vibrate you to a different space. And then you begin to operate in that space and the world makes less and less sense. Because the structures and policies and agreements and ways that this thing has been put together, they are not in your favor. Goodness, no. But they can be. The more you watch for the glitches. Ha 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 ha. Laugh through the glitches. Um, And this can be done very personally, right? When anything in your reality is going away, can you trust pretty please that it's to bring something better in? And this was a Christine Hassler Um, I'll credit her because I know that it, I heard it through her. It could have come from somewhere else, but when anything is getting really hard, what am I learning? How do you stay a little bit awake through that instead of going through the entire death process again? I'm not real good at that when I'm in it. I'll be real honest there. But I try to remember, what am I learning? Because the things that are moving out are to make your world smoother and easier now. Uh, This is one of the functions of Saturn. Amanda No and I have good conversations and uh, we pretty much resonate with the belief that Thoth is very Saturn-like. Time, structure, the way things are. And when I think of Saturn as Thoth, oh, that feels better. Saturn is Saturn. The way I used to think of it was very masculine and very dominant and very intimidating. Uh, But once I was like, oh, Saturn is, oh, I got it. I love him. I totally understand. Cool. Um, And that world 
of both, of thought, of mental, of understanding, of masculine structure and order is done. And we'll have new ways. And we'll figure them out together. You're getting the new maps and you're waking up and god dang, like that is where I get the most excited right now. You are the new earth. So don't be shy about it. Uh, maybe be discerning with where you talk about some of these things because you speaking your truth will put other people into fear. That's not always helpful. So be discerning with where you do talk about these things and know uh, the places where you get to talk about these things. Oh my gosh, it is so crazy and wild for someone who has been on this path of ESP, telepathy, UFOs my entire life to watch everybody talking about it right now. This is rad, y'all. And I'm so happy you're here. Um, and I don't want to say that it's been lonely because I don't think it's been lonely. Because when you can work with spirit, with guides, with the galactics, with the inner earth beings and the elementals, you're never lonely. Like that just doesn't happen. There's always uh, some wisdoms that want to commune or come through or play with you. But now that we're more of a mass of us having these conversations and being able to speak more freely, Y'all are all waking up faster. We're pinging off of each other. The agreements are coming in. The telepathy is kicking in. It is so cool. It is so cool. <laughs> oh, goodness. And one of the really helpful pieces that I've been integrating from Nadia recently was the shaman must always be ahead of the curve. The shaman is always three to four steps ahead of what the mass consciousness is doing. And this all of a sudden makes total fucking sense to me. Always had to be ahead. I didn't know that I was ahead. Um, I can see it throughout my life, uh, whether it's with trends or uh, even hair color, right? I was, uh, yeah, I'm always ahead. I don't mean to be ahead. I don't consider myself a trend setter. But the shaman must be ahead to continue that spiral of evolution for the planet. So yeah, I've been doing this stuff for a long time. Um, and I don't always remember how to show you guys how to listen to your intuition. Because I'm like, oh my god, I don't, I, I, <laughs> I can't even remember how to do that. What? Huh? Um, so as you guys are all coming in, it's gorgeous to fucking watch you because you're so fast you are so soulful you are remembering so quickly so radically it's so much fun did i say so enough in there so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if my grocery store is now selling sage <laughs> y'all are covered i've got to be a few steps ahead to be doing something else which is why this galactic stuff has made sense to me for a long time and now the new earth stuff. I've been working with the Agarthans, goodness gracious, uh, before my daughter was born. She's now 13. So I've been doing inner earth stuff. 15 years? I don't know. Let's not put numbers on things. But I'm glad to have you here. 
And it has always been my desire not to tell you anything at all, but to give you the fucking tools. Oh my God, that's all I have ever wanted is the tools. I used to write for Gaia and have quite a few articles over there. And I was always encouraging them. I'm like, yeah, it's great that we have Wilcock and others who are on the network talking about things, but where are the fucking tools? Why are we not giving people the tools? So just know that that's how I show up for you. And when I talk about the classes that I'm leading, the initiations, whatever the heck we're calling them now, um, <laughs> the activations, that's, I want you to have the tools so that you remember where your power is. It's not in anybody outside of you. The safety of being able to go within and turn these things on, that the memories come back, that the maps come online, that we come together as a group to ping off of each other, to envision a new reality. This is how the new earth is birthing, my love, is through you, through us. And fuck, I just have so much fun. And I hope I show you how it is fun. Even when it's work. This is part of the game. As long as we're here in form, there's always going to be the ups and downs. If you have any being who is in total bliss, they are not of this planet. And they do not fucking belong here. Run. Really, I mean that. Like, nobody is good all the time. That's not real. Um, and watch for either the teachers or the peak experiences or chasing the peak experiences to try to maintain that state of bliss all the time. You cannot do that as a human being. You may not stay awake all the time as a human being. Not how it goes. We graduate to that. And then we get bored from that and want to come back here. FYI. <laughs> okay, I'm going to check my notes and make sure we got everything in here. Stabilizing. Uh, yeah, so looking at that axis again, all the way up that pillar of you into the galactic grids, into the galactic realms where we have been doing some work, Dream School, we created some temples and played up there, other places you may be as well, through the axis of you down into the inner earth with an invitation, gaining more knowledge and wisdom that you bring back here. Because the whole point of it all is that you bring it back here through you. And you've got magnificent beings and wisdoms on this planet. The sun and the trees. The mycelium. Oh, the bells, right? Like uh, everything that you look at, like this material world is just rich and abundant and fun. I got myself a big ass bath towel. <laughs> uh, I think it's called a bath sheet for Christmas. Oh my gosh, that thing, like if you ever wondered what one of the best parts of being human is, that bath sheet is everything. Fuck yeah. Feeling that on my body. So be in awe, not just of what you have, but of what exists. it's remarkable and knowing that these allies exist to support a bigger mission that you're a part of and when you're honest and walking that path they'll support you um, I say on a snowy day when I can't go and take my walk I could 
I know that some of y'all, I, I know y'all in colder climates, you do it all the time. I'm just not built for that. <laughs> Skiing and snowboarding. Oh, God. Cold and sweaty. I'm not built for that. I don't understand. Maybe once I get my legs all the way on, who knows? Maybe I'll discover more delights on this planet. The new earth is through you. You are the new earth. So be a witness, my love. Be a participant. And with that, transmission from Shisahat complete. I knew that I wanted to do another solo cast as we are here at our 30th episode of Cosmic Mom Podcast. You might have noticed that I have a new logo, so I want to make sure that we thank Laura and I of Iris or Pothecary. She envisioned the first logo for this coming through from Cosmic Milkweed and from Shisahat. This is where the podcast came from. And uh, as I was dicking around, as I do, I started creating, yeah, can I call this art what I do for the podcast? We can loosely call it art. Um, I've started dicking around. And as I was playing with the art for Fractals of the Divine with P the Fairy, all of a sudden I was playing with this thing and the new logo came for Cosmic Mama. So, ah, uh, Laura, thank you for getting us here. And she was so very gracious. She's like, we created art together. What else can we use it for? What can we do? Um, that was a beautiful lesson in me being honest, in me just sharing where we were at. A new vision of this came in and I'm really pleased with how it came in. So for the 30th, as we celebrate this time together, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And as ever, I'm committed to giving you the tools. So thanks for bearing with me when my shit got a little messy and I still needed this place with you as an outlet to move through some stuff. That's felt amazing. <laughs> as a projector alone <laughs> during a year in isolation. Woo! But never lonely because of you. See you next time, honey bunny. <laughs>